Good morning. Welcome to worship this morning. It's good to be with you today. And let us begin with a confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us silently confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God of justice and love, you illume our way through life with the words of your Son. Give us the light we need and awaken us to the needs of others. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Jesus spent much of his ministry giving people information using parables. Early on in his ministry, the disciples asked Jesus why he chose to use parables. He told them that they had been given the privilege of knowing the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. The information they were being given was not available to the rest of the people. For now, Jesus knew the people would would listen but not understand. The parables were stories that may not be understood right away, but Jesus hoped these stories he told would be repeated over and over again so that someday when he told them, what he told them would be better understood. And indeed, they were. They were repeated so often they became a part of the Bible to be passed down throughout the ages. Many of the parables Jesus told tried to explain the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like someone who sowed good seeds in his field. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast. The kingdom of heaven is like hidden treasure in a field. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of a fine pearl. The kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown in the sea that caught fish of every kind. And these examples are just a few of the parables. The parables I just mentioned are ones I somewhat understand. They tell us that God is the judge, not humans. That all will be transformed even if we cannot see it yet. 
that we are so important to God that he sent Jesus Christ to give us new life. These parables give us hope for a better future with Christ in our lives. And now we come to today's parable, the ten bridesmaids. They were all to be a part of a wedding. They had a specific task. They were to light the way for the bridegroom when he came to meet his bride. All ten came to the designated place to wait for the bridegroom. They came with their lamps full of oil, ready for their duties. But when the time came for the bridegroom to appear, he did not arrive as planned. As they waited, they kept their lamps burning so they could see when he approached. The longer they waited, the more oil they burned. Five of the bridesmaids were almost out of oil when the bridegroom was about to arrive. They turned to the others and asked if they could borrow some oil, and they got a definite no. How selfish was that? The other five had extra oil, but refused to share. The five who were almost out of oil had no choice but to hurry away to find more oil, but it was too late. The bridegroom came. And the party began. The five who left to get oil came back ready to assume their duties, but they were shut out of the banquet. They were being punished for not being prepared. They were banished and humiliated. Jesus began this parable like many of the others. The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Really? These ten bridesmaids all came prepared to meet the bridegroom. Oh, yes, five came with a backup plan and brought extra oil. Well, good for them. But the other five really thought what they had would be enough. How were they supposed to know that the bridegroom would be several hours late? I mean, whose fault was that? How about those over-prepared bridesmaids? Would it have hurt them to share their extra oil? There probably would have been enough to at least get the banquet started. Then someone could have gone out and gotten more oil. The bridegroom, who was the one who was late, was mad at the five bridesmaids for not being prepared and shuts them completely out of the party. Huh, no forgiveness there. One mistake and you are out. What was Jesus trying to tell us with this parable? Always be prepared? Was Jesus afraid we would become too complacent as we wait for his return? Was Jesus afraid we would stray from God's teachings if he was not here with us? Was it a warning that we do not know when he will come back so we cannot let our guard down? Well, it was probably all of these things. But this message is far from comforting. In fact, it can be kind of scary. How do you feel about this parable? Well, I suspect it all depends on who you see yourself as in this story. If you are one of the bridesmaids with the extra oil, then you may not understand why those five bridesmaids were not better prepared. Maybe you always make sure you are ready for any situation. You are good at anticipating what might go wrong. Well, good for you. You made it to the banquet hall before the door closed. But what about the rest of us? 
We try to do our best to be ready. We don't always look for the unexpected delays. We sometimes wrongly assume that nothing will go wrong, and we find out too late that we are mistaken. We are not as prepared as we want to be. We are standing on the wrong side of the closed door. Shut out, not only because we failed to anticipate the unexpected, but shut out because the other bridesmaids refused to share their oil. On on the surface, this parable could be construed as Jesus giving us all a warning to be prepared for his return. He promises to come back, but does not tell us when. This is a stern, stern warning to not let ourselves be unprepared when that day comes. But is there a deeper meaning? Is Jesus showing us just how ugly our judgment of others can be? There were ten bridesmaids all ready to be a part of the banquet, the banquet that has no end the same banquet that we will all be a part of some day. Yet five of the bridesmaids decided who should be admitted and who should not be a part of this heavenly feast. Instead of showing mercy to the five who made the mistake of not having enough oil, they turned away from them. Doesn't that same thing happen in our world today? Are we too quick to judge others? turn our backs on them, and slam the door in their face? Jesus calls us to show God's love and mercy to all, even to those who may not be as prepared to be at the banquet. The oil we share with them is acceptance and forgiveness. Whose lamp needs to be filled? Open the door and invite them in. There is always room at the banquet. Amen.
using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Longing for Christ's reign to come among us, we pray for the outpouring of God's power on the church, the world, and all in need. Holy God, rouse us to deep praise as we gather for worship. Enliven our worship with sincere and heartfelt song. Bless the work of all church musicians, especially now as we make decisions on how to worship and keep people healthy. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Holy Creator, surprise and delight us with the beauty of the world you have made. Bless the work of those who find ways to live in harmony with your creation. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Holy Judge, let justice roll down like waters over this world. We thank you for the freedoms we are granted, especially our freedom to vote. Help us to accept the outcome of our elections and find ways to work together for the good of all. And be with all those in military service and their families, May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Holy Companion, console those who feel lonely or abandoned. Comfort those who struggle in any way, especially those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Norman. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Holy Protector, be with all observing Veterans Day. Help us remember all who have served our country and protected our freedom. Comfort those who mourn, the ones who died in the line of duty, and heal the wounds both physical and mental experienced by service members. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Holy and immortal one, we pray in thanksgiving for the lives of all who have died. Inspire us to live lives of faith until we join them in your heavenly kingdom. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Receive our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, until the day when we gather all creation around your heavenly throne, where you will reign forever and ever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.